That's where he is. Oh, do you need a copy? Okay. Anybody else need one? Anybody else need one? Judges 15, you got one? All right. All right. The ruin of the fields, I doubt that we get too terribly far tonight. I'll let you out early. I'm not going to speak till 8 o'clock tonight. I can tell you that much. So by, by 15, 20 minutes, my throat will probably be about done. So <clears throat> now we go from uh, Judges chapter 14 with the riddle that he gives them. He kills 30 people as a result of a, uh, something that took place uh, Basically, a retaliation, if you will, to the reaction or a reaction to what's taken place in his life. And here again, with this text in the first eight verses, uh, Samson again is retaliating. He's reacting to what's taken place here with the Philistines. And so as I look at that, that as we look at this in, in Samson's life, what motivated Samson uh, to kill the Philistines? It wasn't necessarily God. You know, you look at the story of the, when he stole the, when he killed the 30 men to take their clothes and go give it to the other men uh, to cast judgment on the Philistines. That, that decision to do that, his motivation was because they made him mad. Uh, because they won the wa- wager. And in this text, in Judges 15, the Philistines come down and they attack uh, Israelites, if you will. Uh, They tie Samson up. Samson breaks the ties. He picks up a jawbone of a donkey uh, and he kills a thousand men with a jawbone. Um, And his retaliation, even in this text, is just a reaction of what the Philistines had done to him. Now the Spirit of the Lord came upon him when he killed those 30 men. The, third, uh, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him when he, when he does this with the jawbone of a donkey. And so why, but his motivation, I feel like, is not right. And as I look at my own life, um, why do I do what I do? Now, truly, what is my motivation to preach? Uh, What's my motivation to come to church? What's my motivation to sing? What's my motivation to live for the Lord? A lot of times, our motivation is to be seen. You know, somebody sees us do it, and so that's our motivation. But truly, what should be our motivation? It has to be the Lord. You know, people, I've seen people, they, and, I've, and I kind of wonder, I, you know, have you ever seen people get saved and get into church and start serving and it's not very long they're out of church or they stop serving and you wonder why. Why did that take place? Why, did, why do people stop serving? Why do people stop going and doing what they're supposed to do? I wonder... I'm not saying it is, 
But I wonder if the motivation that got them to start serving wasn't right in the beginning. Because truly what motivated Samson was his retaliation or his anger. He wanted to get even with them. Samson never had the desire to deliver the children of Israel, although he should have. Right? He was the judge. He was supposed to be the deliverer. But he wasn't going down there to destroy the Philistines for God. He was going down there to destroy the Philistines because someone beat him in a wager, in a bet. Someone stole his wife in, in here in this text that we're getting ready to read. So, a personal vendetta. <laughs> but what, what motivates you? What motivates you? You know, what truly is that driving force? You know, I know that we've, we kind of touched on that the last couple of times of preaching, and I thought, man, as I look at this, I really see a motivation factor, but, you know, who, what motivates you at home? Your wife? Your wife? Does she? Jerry, you better get going now. If no one's there to push you, <laughs> motivate him when he gets home. <laughs> you know, when you look at these young people, you look at yourself. Um, I look at myself. Uh, why do I do what I do? You know, the Bible talks about, I believe in 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, where it talks about our works being tried. As, um, and I'm, I can't remember the, all the wording that it says, but all of our works will be tried. We put on the, put on the altar, if you will, and lit on fire. And what remains is what we'll give to the Lord. And we're given six building materials. We're giving... Gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble. But all of those, all of that, when, when it's talking about that, is talking about our motives. A lot of it, a lot of our rewards that we'll get in heaven will be based on why we did. You know, I mean, because going to church is important and reading your Bible is important and even, even door knocking and telling people about Jesus and passing out tracts and you go down the list, whatever you want to do. Living a Christian life is very important, but why do you do it? You know, are you doing it for someone else? Are you doing it to appease someone else? You're doing it to, to check off the list or you're doing it to please the Lord? Because that's really what's going to matter when we get to heaven is when he's going to take those works that we've done through this life and he's going to light them on fire. Wood, hay, and stubble is going to disappear because it'll burn up. But silver and precious stones and gold, they're going to get more fine and more refined when it comes down to it. 
Samson wasn't motivated by God. Samson was motivated by emotions. What motivates us? Love for the Lord. Fear. Yeah. Right. The flesh. We still have to deal with the flesh. I had a preacher um, that I knew. He said there were some things that motivated him. Keeps him living right, if you will. Um, the return of Christ. Yeah, you don't know when that's going to happen. You know, it could happen in just a moment. We're gone. We're out of here. Um, what motivates him is his family. You, know, you look at your family. You want to know what should motivate you to live for the Lord? Your family. Because what, a, what, a, what great example we can set for our children and grandchildren and so on and so forth. And uh, that, my family. Then also motivate us I mean, again, there's many different things that motivate people, but, but the judgment seat of Christ. One day, I'll stand before God. And I won't answer for Alfred believing the Chiefs got cheated. I mean, the Bengals got cheated. Okay, okay. I won't answer for Alfred. And Alfred, you're not going to answer for me. You're going to answer for yourself. That's scary. And, you know, there's multiple motivating factors, but you think about the judgment seat. Does it motivate you? All right. All I, if you have something maybe that motivates you, something that you that that helps you, what what would it be, if you'd like to share? It? The the grandkids. Amen. Amen. It's good. Your family. Right. What he's done and what he is, what the promise is for us. Yeah. Down the road, but the fear of what he can do too. Yeah. Another motivation. It's true. To me. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's uh, he's taking care of us thus far. I think it. He's ever done. He got use for us thus far because hey, I'm 82. I didn't never thought. Hey, but you don't think when you're younger. About when you're going to be getting, how old you're going to be, and everything. And I know so many people have done left this world that was 
younger than me, but yet I still hear around. And I just believe the Lord, it may be teaching Sunday school, sitting here helping church in the ways that I can, but uh, and kind of building alpha down at times when he gets in trouble on me. <laughs> Well, you know, everybody's got different motivating factors. Anybody else? Have a need to do it. A need? Yeah, like, for instance, uh, I need to build some shelves for my grandson because I walked in his bathroom and bottles everywhere. I said, man, you need some shelves in here. I went in my shop and built him a set of shelves. You know, right. I didn't have a need for it. Right. You know, he had if you see a need, it is a motivating factor to... To fill the need. That's good. Anybody else? You know, that maybe it falls under need. But I, I, I don't want to do anything that disgraces me. Yeah. I want to live my life in such a way to glorify him. Yeah. Not to. Uh, I can't think of the word I want to use. Disgrace his name. Yeah. And of course, family motivates him. Yeah. You know. But, yeah. But I think one of the main things is the motivation to not disgrace his name. Yeah. Amen. And sometimes we do that, and it may not be a blatant, but we've done it. Oh, yeah. And that, I think about that a lot. Yeah. Make sure that you bring honor to his name. Yeah. Because even, uh, you know, talk about that. As a kid growing up, you know, I'm a Stevix. You don't disgrace. Don't you roll your eyes at me, lady back there. Hey, look, there is nothing wrong with being a Stevix. Ain't that right, Alyssa Rose? That's right. (laughs) But... Growing up, you didn't want to disgrace the name that you were raised. I mean, you were raised. No, don't you disgrace daddy's name. You know, and you think about that, on that aspect, don't you disgrace the Lord's name. You know, you, you're, you're here, you're born again, you're saved. God saved you out of your sin, out of your wickedness. Don't disgrace his name. That's good. That's good. Anybody else? Almost. Right. That's good. That's good. All right. Anybody else? All right. I know that's kind of an introduction thought about this as, as Samson made this decision. I'm going to share this first point with you and then we'll be done, okay? Now, number one, let's read the first three verses and uh, then we'll, we'll jump into that. So what caused Samson to want to ruin these fields, if you will, burn the fields? Uh, verse number one, the Bible says, and it came to pass within a while after... Uh, in the time of the wheat harvest that Samson visited his wife with a kid and 
And he said, I will go in to my wife into, into the chamber, but her father would not suffer him to go in. And her father said, I verily thought that thou hast utterly hated her. Therefore, I gave her to thy companion. Is not her younger sister fairer than she? Take her, I pray thee, instead of her. And Samson said, Accord concerning them, now shall I be more blameless than the Philistines, though I, I do them a displeasure. Yeah, you know, I think about this. What caused Samson to, to leave this situation? To, to leave this situation and to go burn the fields. Look, I started, when I was talking about the story, I started telling the next story. I just realized that the next story is when they tie him and they, and he breaks the ropes. I was reading that story today. Sorry, I was jumping ahead. This is the story. He comes in to, to visit his wife and to go in into his wife and his father-in-law, his father-in-law said, no, bud. I gave her to someone else. Now, I think about this, and, I, and, and I'm like, what, what is wrong with Samson? And again, you go back to the fact that Samson was with somebody he should have never been with. Samson was with somebody that, that wasn't, wasn't who God designed him to be. He was not in the will of God. He was not doing God's will. And because he wasn't doing God's will, he was married to someone he shouldn't have been. And as you look at this text and look at the scripture, uh, here he goes, he, he goes to go into his wife and his dad says, bud, stop there. She's already married to somebody else. Yeah. And then not only does the dad stop him from going in to his wife, but he also tells him, Samson, you could have the younger daughter, if you'd like. She's prettier anyway. Look at that verse. He says, he says, she's fairer than she. She's prettier. Now, Dad, make that statement about your daughter. Well, don't take her. Don't take her. She's prettier, man. She's a lot prettier. I'll give you a dar. <laughs> All right, Dad, that's a lot of confidence in your daughter there. <laughs> it was. Yes, he did. It, every time. Because now this text, it goes on to the story that I told at the beginning where they tie him with ropes and he breaks the ropes and he goes down there, kills a thousand. And I got ahead of myself because he goes down there and kills a thousand Philistines, but the very next chapter is he's with Delilah. He's chasing a woman he shouldn't have been with again. And uh, it's just, hey, Samson, he's down here. He should have never even went back and sought after his, sought after her. Because that's not who God wanted him to be with. That's not what God intended for him to be. And <coughs> he was trying to make the marriage work, I, I guess. I don't know. He, he got a chance to cool off and not be mad anymore at her for, de, for uh, deceiving him and, and lying on him and, and uh, you know, telling his secret. Well, you know, it, uh, it's kind of like the about the lion, and he wouldn't tell her, and he kept 
father had, right? had and she it said she started crying after that. And every time he was with her, she was crying. And he probably got fed up with it. That was one thing. Got tired of the crying. <laughs> <laughs> you better not cry, woman. <laughs> Right, right. It wasn't like Samson was bringing uh, Samson Jr. with him. He was bringing he was bringing little Billy Goat to trade for his wife. Right. Yeah, he got mad. He got mad. And so this was the cause. But even at that, even at that, brother Jerry, I don't understand. I don't understand how he thinks. Okay, this you're not dealing with Israelites. You're dealing with Philistines. So I'm bringing this kid as a peace offering, if you will. Like, hey. I'm going to give you this kid and you're going to give me my wife back. But he was the one that left her. He was the one that, that left her. And so he thought, man, he was just going to deal with an Israelite like he would have, I mean, deal with a Philistine like he would have an Israelite and it wasn't going to work. He said, but you can't have her. Messed up morals, you know, in a lot of ways. Jacob, when he worked many years for That's Rachel. That's right. Uh, Rachel. No? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rachel. <laughs> Thank you. Anyhow, he worked many years. Was it? Yeah, Rachel and Leah, right? But Leah, he ended up on marriage night with Leah. And he went to Laban and said, but he didn't take the action that Samson did over the loss of, uh, you know, he lost it. Right. He had to work another seven years. But mm-hmm. Right, and he ended up having to work 14 years for the wife that he really wanted. But you know, even at that, and, and this story, that story, that what happens is, is you sow deceit, you sow sin, you're going to reap it. And so Jacob, he was, he was deceitful. He deceived his daddy. He deceived his brother. And you go down the list, <laughs> and then he reaps it because he was deceitful. I had I had someone tell me a story about a church he was pastoring, and uh, and I said I, I didn't want to tell him, but I was like, "Bud, you are paying for the deceit that you sowed." And I listened to him tell stories, and he would lie and be deceitful about what he was doing. And then all of a sudden, at his church, he's got deceit. And a bunch of things going on. Look, we, we reap what we sow. And you, you sow evil like this? Oh, Samson, he's going to get that evil. He's going to come back. All right, all right, hon, let's go. No, sir, I'm married to somebody else. <laughs> I just can't imagine. That would be infuriating. 
It would be infuriating, wouldn't it be? But he was with somebody who should have never been with. Amen. Well, I better quit because <clears throat> it's getting there. Anybody have any thoughts or questions? Input. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Samson had a problem with the wrong kind of women. <coughs> the Philistines to begin with. And he should have married into his, his own his own, but he went over to the side, and they, they're deceitful people. Right. But he, well, they, and they don't believe in the Lord. That's right. You know, that's the biggest thing is you, you marry someone that doesn't believe in the Lord, it's going to cause lots of marital problems. That's right. You know, if you believe in God, you believe in the Lord, you're, you're trying to live right, be right, do right, it's going to cause lots of problems between you and your spouse. I can't even begin to imagine how much trouble it would be if I was trying to pastor my wife wasn't even saved. Boy, that would be a mess. Yep. Yes, sir. He married into a bunch of Yeah. And think about that as 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 you say that it's kind of scary, isn't it? We reap what we sow. <clears throat> Be careful what we put in the ground. All right, anybody else? Any other thoughts or questions before we close? We're gonna finish this one. Uh, I'm gonna finish this one. It'll be probably about three or four weeks before we get to Samson and Delilah. (laughs) (laughs) I do too. Antibiotics better work. All right. Brother Alfred, would you pray for us? I have one in my mouth, but thank you, though. I have you, Father. We just want to thank you for the good lesson we had this afternoon.